Magandang gabi po. This is El Kwan joining you from Singapore. I'm together with Ryan Casino from Cagayan de Oro City and Nori Uy from Laguna. And this is Off the Line, your positive source of insights, opinions, and relevant information. Yes. Hello, Hi. gentlemen. Kumusta po kayo? Yes. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you. No? Oh, November na. Yeah. Imagine this is our first episode for November, and uh, I'm exciting. actually excited. Yes, this is this month really excites me because it's a World Entrepreneurship Month, and I am uh, an, a true-blooded entrepreneur. You can call me that. Oh, this is also this is my vocation calling ministry, and uh, you know, uh, I, I I think this is a very good place for marketplace ministry mm-hmm. as well. I say when yes. you're an entrepreneur, you get to talk to so many people. And Mama learn from them. Yes, and and they will also try to learn from you. Yes, so that, that, that's why you have to carry the good news, the positivity mm-hmm. all the time, right? And uh, yeah, for this month we have several entrepreneurs from all over the oh. world. Hindi lang tayo limited ngayon sa Philippines. We are bringing Yon. in experts from different parts of the world. And today, international. We are, yes, international <laughs> na tayo. So, um, I have a very special. We have a very special guest, uh, which he's actually a friend of mine that I've known for several years in Singapore. So wow. we'll hear about him later. He is called a cloud accountant. Bago natin share yung ano, kasi di ba we're on the we're on the uh, entrepreneurship month, tama ba? Yep. Yep. So eh, para naman alam nung mga maraming manunood natin na okay. millions yan eh. Millions so at least they know na how can these people relate to entrepreneurs? So, diba? okay. At least ikaw naman kasi nasa Singapore ka siyempre first class ano yan eh uh, city state yan well, di ba you're an entrepreneur share mo naman kung ano yung business mo what ano yung what do you do bago natin umpisahan sa mga guests natin okay is that a cut or are we no that, that's live okay yes. Um, okay yes so in Singapore I am involved in many different things that's why it's not just one thing I think ito yung isang tatak ng isang entrepreneur na ang daming ang daming bagay na nakikita na when there's an opportunity you jump on it you see if it's worth pursuing and entrepreneurs are not afraid to fail and you know with with all humility i can say i've failed many times pero right now ang aking pong ginagawa is something related to healthcare So yeah. I have a startup which is operating in the Philippines. So remote ang team nasa Singapore for my my Philippine team is running it. Yes. So this startup is called MedHive para kami Lazada of medical supplies. There you so, go. I didn't know that you're operating the Philippines. Eh mag-apply na ako sa iyo. Ah sige po. Paki-pass na lang yung resume. I'll give you the the email later. Pero quick, yes. Quick question muna. Quick question. Yes. Uh, is there a difference between an entrepreneur and a businessman? Um, I think an entrepreneur is more of a character. So, yeah. you know, a businessman may be entrepreneurial mm-hmm. or may not be. Pwedeng businessman lang siya. Tapos, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he doesn't have the character of being entrepreneurial. So, know, and then an employee, you know, there are employees who are also entrepreneurial. So, yeah. imagine yung mga malalaking, uh, you know, the MNCs, the, the Microsofts, the Googles. Mm-hmm. They actually are looking for employees who are entrepreneurial. Mm, right. Yung nga nakikita yung opportunities and then they are not afraid to grab it and mm-hmm. to do something about it. And they're not afraid to fail. And that's why I started it later na, you know, 
these kinds of people, hindi sila takot mag-fail, which I think is kailangan pang improve ng Filipino culture because, um, mm-hmm. you know, by nature, ang Pinoy parang nahihiyang mag-fail. When in fact, yeah. when you fail, that's when you learn a lot so that your next venture is better and then you're wiser and you know what to avoid and you know what to do next. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what makes an entrepreneur special, yung, yung breed of entrepreneurs na yan. So there, <laughs> there are uh, some businessmen yeah. na hindi entrepreneurial. There you go. Eh, eh, kasi may mga na play safe. Eh. Yes. yes. Diba? yes. So they before they enter into the world of business, kailangan sure sila na yung mm-hmm. returns nila na or yeah. you know it, it has to come. Otherwise, I will not invest. Yung mga ganon. Mm-hmm. So si entrepreneur. Oh, entrepreneur, you know, they will, you know, it's do a, whatever it takes. Yeah. It's a mindset and I yeah. think it's a passion kasi ang mga entrepreneur ay hindi talaga sila takot to take risk and they know it, you know. There's never a yeah. 100% thing that you can say na 100% sure yan. Because if you want to be stable and sure, be, become an employee. And and no. for entrepreneurs, I think this is one thing that they cannot take which is just constant So uh, again, we are in our episode wherein we will be featuring for the entire month of November entrepreneurs or what we call those who are starting off on their own in the world of business. And we are very fortunate. We are very fortunate in Off the Line to be having a lot of guests coming out of the country, meaning not just in the Philippines, you know, from Singapore, from India, and all over. So um, we are going to fire off November with a bang because we have on this program tonight um, the co-founder of Singapore chartered accountancy firm EBOS Cloud Accountants. He is um, or he works with a lot of SMEs, startups, and entrepreneurs, of course. He is an active member of social business groups and attends the Mandarin service at St. Andrew's Cathedral in Singapore. Ladies and gents, Let's all welcome Silas Yip. Welcome, Good evening Silas. to you, Silas. Hi there. Hi, everybody. Hello. It's nice to have you on the program. Yeah, I want to thank you uh, to Al for introducing me and on to Nori and Ryan 
Yeah. In this program. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's our pleasure that you said yes. We know you're a very busy person. Indeed. Very busy. <laughs> and I've known Silas for a couple of years. He's, he's a wonderful guy in and out of business. So Silas, first yeah. question is, you know, um, you're called a cloud accountant. What is a cloud accountant? What do you do? Okay. Uh, cloud accountant itself is basically quite different from traditional uh, bookkeepers. Uh, you know, previously bookkeepers, they need to you know, do up everything all in mm-hmm. desktop, in mm-hmm. Excel format, all that. And um, all these are very, very labor intensive data entry level. Mm-hmm. So um, in terms of updating, it's a bit slow. Everything mm-hmm. is not updated in real time. All right. So for cloud-based itself, it's quite an innovative, uh, uh, I would say, evolution. Okay, I yeah. wouldn't say invention, but evolution mm-hmm. of, uh, of Internet of Things, uh, whereby accounting itself are updated in real time mm-hmm. um, from the level of entry and the moment when it's out, uh, all levels who are being allowed to read the data from the boss, from the accounting, mm-hmm. accountants, and some of the staff allowed, uh, they'll be immediately updated in real time. So many to say you can actually work anywhere around the world as long as you're internet connected. Right. So it's a level up from the traditional way that we understand accounting. Yes. yes yeah. Wonderful. And the wonderful thing is that um, it's paperless because everything yeah. is all stored in cloud. Mm-hmm. So it's a very, very green technology. You don't need any hard copy paper. It's not necessary anymore. Yeah. And that's the real world now, right? That's how, yeah. that's how we work now because of that's how we work. operate now. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, right? Um, on, on I mean, your look screen. At, look at us. Yes. Look at us. <laughs> <laughs> Four different locations, but we can come together and have this show. So that's oh, the yeah. technology. Wonderful. It's the wonder. Oh. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But wait, wait, I was just, just wondering. Just a follow up on. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead, Ryan. Ryan. Yeah, I, I was just wondering. Is it safe uh, for? To store the data, no. Uh, can it be hacked or something like that? Same okay. mind, Brian. That's what my question. Yeah. Is. <laughs> Very sharp question. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. What I can say is that for those service provider, for mm-hmm. those uh, internet softwares, they have their firewall, which is very well protected for mm-hmm. those uh, from those uh, uh, hackers, and those information, I would say the way that cloud-based uh, work is that they work in a system of fishnet. So mm-hmm. servers are everywhere. So mm-hmm. as and when, when any, I, I would say when there's a breakdown in a server, uh, the rest of the server will act as a backup. So mm-hmm. no data will be lost, definitely. Mm-hmm. And I would say the firewall itself is definitely quite strong. And so far, I have never heard of any uh, software systems that are being hacked yeah. at the moment, right? <laughs> and and the but, big tech companies have invested a lot in cybersecurity. So this is something that they've really yeah. looked into. I'm sure you also partner with several of the big tech companies. So I guess uh, it's it's more secure than paper because paper can be lost yes. in a fire, yeah, by, stolen. By fire, right? by yes. natural calamities, right. by, Flooding. by insects. Right. I, I remember a you know I used to work for a big pharmaceutical company as well, and one of the questions I had with regulatory bodies before was, 
um, how secure is your system? Because we also work with a cloud-based system. How secure? And I was like, you know, if people would want to breach, however secure it is, they will find a way to breach. Okay. Well, yeah. There's a bit of IT level. Yeah. <laughs> I could say on a more of a more of a uh, on a simpler term is that uh, for those accounting uh, softwares, uh, we are representing four four accounting uh, mm -hmm. softwares. Mm -hmm. So first is that we are the main admin and we'll be in charge of uh, uh, delegating mm -hmm. uh, those important or the director level who are qualified to read those information because they are the mm -hmm. business owners. Mm -hmm. And then from right. that on, we'll require the business owner to give us the green light to delegate which are the staff mm -hmm. allowed mm -hmm. to start to read those information. Okay, yeah. those are very sensitive information. Maybe the accounting staff or HR staff, right? Or even the PA. So um, in this is a very, very, uh, I would say, we take instructions directly from the business owner. Your they clients, tell us who to delegate, right. we'll delegate to whoever they want. Right. Yeah. So Silas, in your business, you work with a lot of clients, SMEs, startups, entrepreneurs mostly, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. What can you tell about these types of people because our audience is a mix of entrepreneurs and non-entrepreneurs maybe they know about how entrepreneurs behave or think or decide but tell us about what you've experienced yeah very interesting because these are there's a lot of case studies which i really love to share one common thing i find among uh, my clients are their helplessness when their companies are, have grown to a stage when they're too overwhelming for them to handle, mm -hmm. okay? So every company will have their own different backgrounds that need accountants like us to analyze and give them the solutions. Issues such as tax planning, uh, corporate restructuring, nice. um, okay. cloud accounting, mm -hmm. and even due diligence. I mm -hmm. can quote one example. Um, there was this uh, business owner from Indonesia right um, he was actually coming to us and shared to us his problem that his partner who is in jakarta he couldn't open a bank account and oh. he don't understand why <laughs> and they couldn't get the business moving on because there's no bank account mm -hmm. so he was asking me to help him to find out what is the reason behind so after much analyzing we mm -hmm. do a due diligence background checks mm -hmm. on his um, partner and okay, his partner uh, was actually a British national who came to Jakarta mm -hmm. and there was, it was quite like maybe five to six years. And when we did the background check, we realized, oh, um, there's some uh, drug related charges oh. in UK. He was fine. Yeah, and definitely the bank will not disclose that. Okay, right. because that is their, their, their integrity that they shouldn't disclose that and they will politely say no sorry you're, mm -hmm, you're mm -hmm. not yeah. you're not able to open the bank account that's all yeah. this is what the bank can tell them okay so for us we found out the reason um we were actually inform my clients say okay look here uh your clients will have a bit of a complicated background okay mm. and it's best that uh if you want your company to move ahead, it's best that you can change another business partner. Right. We had to be very strict to that point. Instead of telling 
<laughs> him that hey, uh, there's some drug charges related background right? or what? No, 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 don't, 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 don't say that. But you found a solution. I think that's that's what's yes, important. The best solution, solution is find a new find a new business partner mm-hmm. and get the company moving moving on from there. Right, right. So it's it's very yeah. ironic. Just to follow up on that, Dale, it's very ironic because uh, we're talking about the secrecy um, of banking. Yeah. But how yeah. did you able to know? Oh, why okay. he was denied. <laughs> Not through the bank. I'm just being curious. They did their own investigation, I'm sure. Well, well, okay. It's a very good question because for us, um, you can see the background here, Intellix. Okay. Uh, Uh It's part of, this brand Intellix is part of uh, eBoss SG, whereby Mm -hmm. we focus on the B2B uh, marketplace uh, with, uh, for business owners to match buyers and sellers. And the added feature is that we have due diligence background checks. And for us is that uh, we have a third party service provider Mm -hmm. to give us information on on the person or company of interest, whether are they drug syndicate, money launderers, Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. exposed people, like Mm -hmm. maybe a relative of Kim (laughs) Jong-un. You can right. reach that uh, far. Uh, <laughs> yes, it, it's a it's a global it's a right. global uh check. So no stones are left unturned. Wow. <laughs> that's wonderful. So that's the business, right? This is actually what they do. This is what his company is doing. They yeah. provide this intelligence, yeah. the, this information. Just El, in case you're wondering. <laughs> yeah. El, may may I just you know because we're talking about business and this business that Silas is spreading is pretty much very advanced i would say and oh, yes. you know just about you know just about the same level of, of, of you know how the major asian countries operate nowadays very advanced now let me just step back a little i want to be more personal this time because there's a lot of people out there uh, especially our viewers who are thinking oh before i get to that level i need to be from you know you know, from a to z that's how it is mm-hmm. you know we grow gradually and before even growing they want to know the the little bits and you know and, and pieces of how we do things. Mm-hmm. For Silas, how does a person like you operate in a day? How do you do your, you know, what's a day like for you? Oh, day-to-day operations. <laughs> okay. Um, I wake up pretty early, um, around 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, because um my company we always emphasize on work-life balance so it's always a family first before work mm-hmm. or else nothing works <laughs> right that's so true so, so for first, me first ministry family <laughs> for me yes. i wake up at 6 a.m i'll handle my kids first mm-hmm. get prep them ready and bring them to school okay and by the time i'm i have settled with them it's around 7 a.m and it's a good time for me to get ready myself to start work so mm-hmm. always make a point to be near my office from the way i'm staying five minutes drive okay yeah just to escape the, the jam or that right. right okay so um make it a point to reach there uh early punctual or even earlier before the staff come in all right so wow. uh, to get Mark things done the good uh, boss. yeah <laughs> It's a commitment, yes. So as I, as, as I said, um, me and my founder, my wife, okay, both of us will reach the office. Uh, we will lay out, our, of course, uh, the things that need to be done, 
uh, the agenda, the meetings uh, uh, with the staff. Uh, of course, pre-COVID will be pretty straightforward, but now it's a bit different. Yeah. Um, 50% of our staff are working from home. So yeah. uh, Zoom meeting is a, is, a, is a daily ritual for us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's daily ritual for us. Uh, um, uh, we don't actually have punch card or, or scan our timing or what. We just have a WhatsApp and say, good morning, and there's a punching, punching in time. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. So um, the whole day we evolve around a lot of our coordination and communication with clients and Zoom meetings uh, with our own internal staff mm. on to get things move on. And we will have our staff to update us daily, okay? That we daily affair of, yeah. our, of our new clients, the processes that we're going through, uh, accounting issues, and uh, and prioritize our which customers have the mm. have are, are the most hated ones that we need to settle for them first. Yeah, and of course, uh, new clients to onboard them in. Um, so all this will be from morning until lunch hour. Right, and then after that, we're still uh, on the lunch. Yeah, you're, yeah you're we have busy, lunch. You're a busy man. <laughs> yes, um, <laughs> lunch hour will be a bit irregular because uh, you never know how long the meeting will end. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, of course, uh, we will we will have this interesting uh, uh, event every Friday morning. That is the morning exercise. Oh, you do that yeah. in office. Yeah, in the office, uh, of course, Ooh. Zoom. It okay. is through Zoom. So okay. we'll make sure that uh, uh, every room will have around two staff so that mm -hmm. we don't crash on each other, right? Okay. okay. Yeah, and then the rest of the work from home, they will Zoom in and all in their yeah. exercise apparel. And we'll yeah. do our own. Uh, we'll, we have one person dedicated to, to lead us to, lead. to do the exercise. Mm -hmm. wow. One hour. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. See what I, I for me what what strikes me with your schedule is you are really planned. You know, you don't just breeze through the day. You plan. You intentionally make sure that your day is productive. Yeah. And I think that's very important, especially with many of us working from home. If you do not yeah. plan your day, you end up having a day full of nothing. So you know, you have to really intentionally plan your day like you say yeah. like go through your agenda remind mm -hmm. yourself and remind mm -hmm. your staff and let your staff remind you what needs to be done and uh so that things get done mm -hmm. this is a very special skill nowadays so, yes. so let's just just a quick uh, just you know in reference to sorry right i know you're gonna ask yeah, something. Yeah, no problem just follow up on that because normally in the world of business right there's not a lot of companies out there that will have the husband and wife working Aww, together yes mm -hmm. yes or no it, it's a yes how yes. do you how do you make sure good that question, this works Ari. yeah this very, works very good question <laughs> okay okay uh i will share that um my when i go up to network uh only five percent that I came across uh businesses uh are managed by husband and wives only five percent and the rest are you know on their own okay mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So of course there are there are the ups and downs of it. Okay, um, the up the, the upside will be that um you're able to share the workload and the burden. Okay, mm -hmm. and you know you can't please everybody, especially clients. Mm -hmm. 
So when there's wherever there are clients who are not happy with me, I can just pass it over to my boss. Really? <laughs> oh my goodness. That's and a vice very good versa. Perk. I mean, even mm-hmm. my boss, she can't please everybody, she'll pass it to me. <laughs> so we are we're quite balanced in this way. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Well, it works. And, and, what, and what's the downside? Okay, downside. Uh, <laughs> it's quite challenging actually to manage ourselves, to remind ourselves not to bring work back home, okay, mm-hmm. and not try to make it too personal. Oh, yes. mm-hmm. Work is work. Need to be professional a bit. We have arguments in the office because of work, mm-hmm. and when we reach home, we try to switch off. Okay, switch off and talk in a normal family mm-hmm. mode right. with the kids together. Yeah. Mm. Okay, Wonderful. we need to learn how to switch. How many kids do you have, Silas? Oh, I, I got two kids, a uh, oh. nine-year-old boy and a seven-year-old girl. <laughs> Very demanding. Yeah. These two are my CFO. Oh wow, we're the CFO. Good. They decide on the finance. they manage. Yes. yes. Well trained by the accountants. Yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I, I apologize for cutting you off earlier. Who? <laughs> sorry. You, you, I thought I I thought I cut you off, man. No. <laughs> I was just enjoying the the conversation. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So I know there's quite a few other questions that we're supposed to be asked here, but you know how it is. You know, our time is, we just have so much time on this show. Um, If, you know, please, I'd like to apologize to my other co-host, but, you know, as a parting word to to all of our listeners and viewers out there, uh, Silas, is there anything that you would want to, um, you know, to say in, in why should people become an entrepreneur and what are the benefits that you will get out of this? Or an advice, no? Okay. <clears throat> um, what I can share is that um, not everybody can really um, can really take the stress of being an entrepreneur. Some people, um, I would say second generation business owners, they'd rather be an employee than being a boss. Mm-hmm. I came across that. Okay, in real case, uh, during the merger and acquisition of one of my friend's company, and, and I talked to my friend, so how are you going to let your dad work forever or what? And my, my friend said, uh, please, I just don't want to be a boss. Okay, so um, if you, it all bears down to personal. It's very personal. Mm-hmm. So if you really can't take it, uh, don't force yourself really, really. But it takes a lot of years of grit and determination mm-hmm. and training and experience to go through that. Um, <clears throat> don't start in business of impulse, I would say. Um, yeah. I can say that while we're young, we can gain experience to, to work in terms of like networking around and our skill set of work and experience all combined together. And along the way, you need to understand the market situation. Mm-hmm. Right. You can see currently right now, the market situation changed so much, yeah. especially pre-COVID and, and now the COVID course, period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can tell everybody that keep our eyes open, keep our ears open uh, for opportunities right now. There's a lot of opportunities, I would say. Just understand about the new norm. 
in the current business now. So be attentive to the market around. Right. You'll be bound to come across opportunities. And once you have it, <clears throat> um, <clears throat> don't jump into it immediately. Okay, don't jump into it immediately. Make sure you check properly, due diligence. That's the number one advice, mm -hmm. due diligence. And of course, your partner, make sure that the partner must be the right partner and not out of impulse, okay? Um, childhood friends or ex-school friends, um, all this, well, okay, you need to do more, a bit more due diligence, check on them mm -hmm. before you get them to rope in to join them. Uh, for family members, um, the, the ties, the relationship will be much better to be a business partner, I would say. But of course, you must need to manage properly. Okay. So yeah. very valuable. Thank you, Silas. Yeah. You know, those are very valuable points, especially to keep your eyes and ears open for opportunities. And when you see an opportunity, don't just jump. You have to do your research, right? Don't do, jump yeah. blindly. Yeah. Yes, do, do, do your due diligence. And there you have it. We just had Mr. Silas Yips joining us all the way from Singapore, a cloud accountant, yeah. an entrepreneur, a father, a businessman. So we hope you learned a lot from him today. This is El Kwan. This is Ryan Casino. And this is Nori Ui saying stay safe and God bless.